thank you so much that we can come, come aside on a Thursday afternoon to worship you and to bring you honor and glory. Father, I pray that you bless us as, as we read your word. Uh, let it sink down deep into us, who we are, and all that you have for us. And Lord, help me to proclaim your word to your people today, boldly and faithfully, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. So, Luke chapter 9, I believe I forgot to mark it out in my Bible, so I'm going to flip with everybody else here. Uh, Luke chapter 9, we're going to start with verse 18. Now it happened at, that as Jesus was praying alone, the disciples were with him, and he asked them, who do the crowds say that I am? And they answered, John the Baptist. Uh, but others say Elijah, and others that one of the prophets of old has risen. And then he said to them, But who do you say that I am? And Peter answered, The Christ of God. And he strictly charged and commanded them to tell this to no one, saying, The Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed, and on the third day be raised. And he said to all, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. For what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses or forfeits himself? For whoever is ashamed of me and of my words of him will the Son of Man be ashamed when he comes in his glory and the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. But I tell you truly, there are some standing here who will not taste death until they see the kingdom of God. May God bless to us this reading from his holy word. Well, the last uh, couple of months, and uh, we're going to continue this series all the way through uh, Pentecost in June, but we've been talking about traveling through tough times. And I really do believe, uh, and we're seeing this, that uh, we're going through some tough times, and I think times are going to get tougher before they get easier. Uh, many people are re predicting another major recession sometime in 2020. Uh, I think it maybe could happen sooner than that. Places like Italy are technically in recession right now. Of course, we have the, the fiasco uh, around the word that shall not be named. I'm trying to you know, use that as a, a swear word. Uh, so I, I'm trying to condition myself, you know, so, uh, uh, so if I get upset about something, instead of, you know, saying, doggone it, I can say that other word. But uh, uh, anyway, uh, so we ha have all of these, these kinds of things going on. And our temptation, whenever we're traveling through tough times, is towards self-preservation. I mean, we see that all the time. Uh, it is really extraordinary to me how often, and, and now we see it uh, presented in movies. You know, everybody, uh, it seems today like everybody loves a zombie apocalypse, you know, of some sort. Uh, and you, you see this happening. And in every zombie apocalypse film, uh, you have the majority of people who are out for themselves. You see that time after time. The majority of people are looking out for themselves, looking out for their own desires, We've even seen that here in London, if you remember a few years back when we had uh, the rioting that uh, took the capital by storm, and how many people were destructive 
and self-centered during that time, uh, who even afterwards, as they, as they did some jail time or had some fines or things like that, say, I don't know what came over me. Uh, I just, you know, just went into the flow of the moment. And that's the real issue that pops up in so many people's lives when you're traveling through tough times. It's like every man or woman for himself or herself. And you certainly see that in Parliament these days. It's like everybody for themselves. But as we've been saying, in order to travel through tough times, we need to keep our eyes focused on Jesus, and we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit, but we also need to adopt a number of other practices and attitudes in our lives. And today, uh, it seemed very appropriate being Holy Week to look at what Jesus was saying here, because as we travel through tough times, we need to heed the word, words of Jesus that if anybody's going to follow him, we need to deny ourselves take up our crosses daily and follow him if anybody's going to come after him. And Jesus was about to travel through the toughest of times. When we're thinking about Holy Week, when we're thinking about what Jesus is about to go through uh, over the next uh, 24, 48 hours in terms of the church calendar and how he's going to be flogged, he's going to be beaten, he'll be up all night, um, he'll be tortured, and then he'll be crucified as a completely innocent person. I mean, how much more difficult can life get? What more tough, tougher times can you experience than what Jesus is about to go through? And so if we are to follow Jesus and if we are to have the same kind of experience or outcome as Jesus, because remember, Jesus went through the difficult times, but he came out on the other side of a resurrection. If we are to have that kind of resurrection experience as we travel through our own tough times, then we must pay attention to what Jesus says, and we must run counter to what people in this world tend to do, that is, look out for themselves. So what does Jesus say? Uh, effectively, you could say that he starts out by saying, if anyone wants to travel through tough times like I travel through tough times, that's what he means, when everybody wants to come after me. If anybody wants to have my experience. Now, at that point in time, I think Jesus was a tremendously attractive to people because he was living the life. I mean, he, he didn't have lots of money, uh, but people looked at his life and they saw the quality of his life, and there were many people who, wanted, who were drawn to him. Uh, they, they felt hope around him. They had a desire to be with him, a desire to hang out with him. And so there was power in what he was saying here. But even today, if we want to have a Jesus experience, if we want to have a Jesus encounter, if we want to have the kinds of outcomes that Jesus is having, this is what Jesus is saying. <coughs> this is what he means when he says, if anyone wants to come after me. And he says, if anyone wants to come after me, then certain things need to be true of that person. First, he says that the person must deny himself. Um, and I think a lot of times we misunderstand that word denial. I think a lot of people get into the mindset here that if we're denying ourselves, that means we can't have any fun, we can't have a good time, we can't have any blessings. Uh, if we have food, we shouldn't enjoy it. If we have friends, you know, we shouldn't have too good a time with them. Uh, we shouldn't buy good clothes. We shouldn't do this or that or the other thing. And we call that self-denial. But that's not self-denial. In fact, I've seen people go without stuff and be the most self-centered people that you'd ever meet. I've seen people who go without stuff, say, say they, they sacrifice something for their children, 
uh, and then they, they call, draw all the attention to themselves for sacrificing for their children. That's not denial. You know, that's embracing yourself and elevating yourself, not denying yourself. Perhaps a better word here would be the word disregard. Jesus says, if you're, going to, if you're going to come after me, you need to disregard yourself. In other words, you cannot be your focus. As Christians, we are never the center of our world. We are never the focus of our lives. It's not about what am I called to do, but it's more about how am I called to serve. So the focus, Jesus is saying here, cannot be on yourself. You have to disregard yourself. It doesn't mean that you go without. It doesn't mean that you don't get the rest you need. It doesn't mean that you don't get proper food. Uh, Jesus is not saying that at all. But he's saying that you are not the center of your world and you are not the focus of your life. That's what he means by disregard yourself, by deny yourself. And so if we're traveling through tough times, we have to resist the urge that so many people around us have that we're just going to focus on our own needs. We're going to look out for ourselves. Even though that might seem the safest route, it's never the Jesus route. So that's the first thing he says. Then he says, disregard yourself and then take up your cross daily. He's not talking about one of those little chains that we wear around our necks, obviously. This would have been a horrifying thing for everybody listening to Jesus. Everybody knew what a cross was. You know, it wasn't some kind of ornamentation that you had. Uh, nobody was wearing cross necklaces. Uh, nobody had crosses hanging in their homes. Uh, maybe Pilate did, I don't know, but nobody else would have had a cross or anything hanging in their home. It was not the kind of decoration that you'd have around because it was an instrument of torture. It was an instrument of of death. And so when he says you need to take up your cross, uh, he was saying something very powerful to people. He was saying that effectively you need to realize that your life doesn't fully belong to you and one day you're going to die and you might as well embrace that reality right now and realize that a lot of life is about suffering and difficulty. You don't take up your cross and have an easy time of it. Uh, you embrace the reality of suffering and difficulty and strain and that sometimes things happen that, uh, that are unpleasant. Sometimes things don't work out like you thought. Sometimes life doesn't go the way that you, you think it should go or you want it to go. And so you just say, okay, God, but I lay all of that down and I take up my cross so I can follow Jesus. Uh, and the key thing here, and I think that's why it's so powerful in what Jesus says here in Luke, he says you've got to take up your cross daily. It's something that we have to do every single day. It's a daily choice that we have to make. If we don't make this choice on a daily basis, then we'll make the choice once and we'll think it's all over, uh, and then we very quickly fall away from that reality. But every single day we have to live in this reality of the suffering and difficulty uh, and sometimes, if you're taking up your cross and you're doing that daily, we have to understand that sometimes this season of suffering or difficulty, it's from God. It's from God. Because the cross was from God. Jesus willingly embraced the cross, but that was God's plan. And then he says, deny yourself, disregard yourself, take up your cross daily, 
and follow Jesus. Uh, a lot of times, people are willing to disregard themselves, willing to take up their crosses, but so often they don't follow Jesus. It's always astounding to me how so many, so many times people think, well, if I do this, if I embrace the suffering, if I disregard myself, uh, then God lets me get on with it and do whatever it is I want to do or live my life how I want to live it or I don't have to be really looking to Jesus. But actually, Jesus says, you got to follow him. And the word here, follow, means that you stick really, really close to him. Uh, a way to do this might be to see kind of a, a comedic scene where you got somebody walking around and, and two or three people are so close following behind them and they're all walking the same way that when the person in front stops, they, they like an accordion, they go, and they all collapse in together because they're so close. And that's what Jesus is saying. You've got to really stick close to me, Jesus says. You have to do the things that he wants you to do. You've got to be the kind of person that he wants you to be. That is the, the thread. That is the focus. That is the, the drive of your life. Because if you're not willing to do this, if you try to save your life, ultimately you're going to lose it. But if you're willing to lose your life for Jesus, then actually you'll save it. And, you know, if you don't stand up for Jesus and if you're not true to Jesus then what can you expect? Jesus says, you know, if you're ashamed of me, then I'll be ashamed of you. But he says, listen, there were some people that weren't going to taste death until they saw the kingdom. In other words, there are some people that we're seeing him right now that were not going to die until they saw Jesus rise from the dead and maybe the sending of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost the kingdom of God coming in our midst, because that's the promise, and I think that's the reality, that as we come after Jesus, disregarding ourselves, taking up our cross daily, uh, and following Jesus, that there's a promise that we will see a manifestation of the kingdom. There's a promise that we will see the reward of all that we're going through. There's a promise that Jesus is faithful, and we will see the fulfillment of everything that he's spoken to us. And that gives us the courage and the encouragement that we need to walk through these times. Let's pray. Gracious God, Lord Jesus, help us to keep our eyes fixed on you. Help us to draw closer and closer to you. Help us to follow close behind you. Lord, I pray that you'd show each of us what it means in our lives this day to disregard ourselves to take up our cross today and to follow you. Give us the wisdom that we need to do this so we might live our lives boldly for you as we travel through the tough times. We love you and we praise you. We pray all this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.